Okay, good morning. Today is Wednesday. Chaf Aleph Iyar. And we are holding in the middle of Perik Membeis and Derech Mitzvah Sech Mitzvah on page Kuf Mem. He's explaining over here the three loves. B'chol Levavcha, B'chol Nafshecha, B'chol Moedcha. He explained it in one, in one fashion, in one manner earlier in the first paragraph of the Perik. And yesterday we began learning a second beer in the Bechol Levavcha, Bechol Nafshecha, Bechol Moedecha. So yesterday we learned the, bachol, the meaning of Bechol Levavcha, both your hearts. So in the beer that we learned yesterday, it means with all your chesed and all your gevura. The right side of the heart is full of, of, of ruach, that's the chesed. The left side of the heart is full of blood, that's the gevura. To love Hashem with all your chesed and your gevura, means to love Hashem, that your love should translate into joy. That's the right side of the heart. Where the simcha and the joy of your connection, of one's connection, of one's relationship with Hashem, of the opportunity that Hashem has given us as a result of giving us the Torah, we have such a, an opportunity for bonding, and that should bring a person to real simcha and joy. And on the other hand, the left side of the heart is the gevura, which translates into meridus, into the bitterness, on the moments that we're not close, in the moments that we get carried away and we get uh, lost in the physical, material world, and losing sight, losing, the, losing our attachment to the Ebishter. That's a, that's a very, 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 very horrific fall, for especially for a neshama. A neshama that has such heightened awareness, such closeness to the Ebishter, before, when, when, it, when it's not in a body, Neshama to be in become so so distracted and so so and, and, to, and, to be, and to plant its and to put its passion and its fervor into narishkeit things that are literally totally meaningless should be meaningless and when a person realizes that that should bring a person to frustration and that's the meditas the bitterness on the distance. And no matter who, what, where, and when, there's always some bit of distance. He says that's by Bainanim. That's by people who really do have a piece of their heart attached to worldly things. For tzaddikim, who don't have that. Who every moment of their existence is one uh, string of attachment to the Yebishter. There's not a moment of disconnection. Even when they're doing physical things, they still remain lo emes. They don't become separated from the one echod the truth of Echad. So for Tzadikim, what's their Gevuris? What's their Bechal So by them, he says, it's fear and awe. Bechal means with all your tremble and awe. It's interesting, but it says, Vahafta, you should love Bechal But what does it mean, you should love? If you're saying that it's Yira, then it's not Ava. It says, Vahafta Bechal That the love should permeate both sides of the heart. Could be it's the fear that grows out of love. It's, it's when you love someone so much that you're afraid that you're not doing something perfectly in their eyes. So the, the fear is also a detail in the love. That's the only explanation I can think of. How you can explain the, the Indian of the, how this is by tzaddikim, that it's an Indian of gevura and it's an Indian of fear. But really it's a, just like by the Bainani, what we're dealing is a feeling of frustration and bitterness that's coming from what? That's coming from the love. 
because you love the Abish and you want to be attached, you're so frustrated why you can't be attached to him all the time. So they declare the same thing is with the fear. Just thinking about that. Okay, now we're holding by the Inyan Ahefesh Bein Ahavad Bechol Nafshecha. This is on page Kuf Mem. We're counting from the top down. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 lines. The line begins with the word Ava, the Bechol Nafshecha. 18 lines from the top. Okay. The difference between Avad and the love, the Bechol Nafshecha of all your soul, the Bechinas Avad, the Bechol Ma'odacha. Uh, and then to the love that is Bechol Ma'odacha. So, so again, so far he just explained the love of Bechol Lavavcha. Now he's going to explain the other two, Bechol Nafshecha, Bechol Ma'odacha. The idea of it's a love that is stemming from the soul itself. What does it mean? It means that the, 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 the love is created by the neshama. The, the excitement of the love, love is exciting. The excitement of the love is derived and it comes from the person's uh, comprehension through the person's contemplation and the greatness of the Ebishter and the things that, he, that evoke love. The person contemplates in his mind all those in Yanim that, that are ma'oyed to love. B'chol nafshecha comes from the from a person's appreciation of Godless Hashem. When a person appreciates the greatness of the Eibushter and gets a, a, a and therefore uh, is is attracted to Elokus, as Elokus is appealing to him because it's so it's so magnificent. So he's pulled b'chol nafshecha, and the pull is so strong that it's with his entire being. It's interesting. He doesn't explain over here the difference between b'chol levavcha b'chol nafshecha. He explains it in but what is Bechol Nafshecha over Bechol Levavcha? Well, I guess he's relying on what he said in the last piece. That he's not changing. Bechol Nafshecha means it becomes all-consuming. It consumes all the details of the human being. There is nothing in the person's life. There isn't a nuance in the person's experience that's not permeated with that love. That means that all the other limbs of the body, all the other Kachas Nefesh, each one, the, the love overflows out, outside, of the, outside of the boundaries of the heart, of the love, and it flows into every activity. That your toes are, fi- are feeling the love. So we spoke about that last week, that, that when a person is excited with love, sometimes the love is in the heart. It's contained in the, in the heart, in, meaning it's in the emotions, but it's not felt in the, in the, in the other koichas nefesh. And there are times when the love itself spills into everything else. Which means, for instance, a person can love someone and then, based on that, do, do something out of love. But if their love to that human being is not that intense, so there's two things happening. There is the motivation and the act. The act is an act, and the motivation is a motivation. Two separate things. And, then the, art, and the motivation triggers the act. There's another way. 
It's not that the motivation is triggering the act. The motivation is in the act. The act itself is filled with the motivation. The, motivation, the motivational force is so powerful that it, that, it, that it spills into the act. That means that the act is electrifying, or the words are electrifying. It's like when you're running like a madman to get something because you love someone so much you want to make them happy. So you feel the love pumping in your legs. Like Yaakov, I mentioned, when Yaakov got the good psura, he was so excited that the energy that he felt from the security that Hashem said everything's going to be good was felt in his legs. Or it's like a person can be motivated. In speech, you can see it even more than in anything else. There are times that a person speaks and they're speaking, their words are being, as a result of their feelings towards someone they're speaking, Right? I'll give an example from not a happy occasion. A person has to speak by your funeral. Right? A person has to speak. So let's say the guy is a is a he's not he's not he's not a relative. He's a friend of the family, someone who knows, and he's he's saddened by the passing of whatever. So there's the sadness. And then there's the words of sadness that he's going to speak about the great loss. So the sadness is motivating words. Then you have the children of the one who passed away that are speaking. By them, it's not that there's a sadness and there's words being motivated by the sadness. The words themselves are saturated with the sadness and with the pain. So they can't speak. The words are broken. You feel, you can sense the emotion in the words itself. That means the koya hadibur, it's like the heart has traveled into the words. That's the difference. Same can be also someone is choking up out of love. They're so emotional about something, they're speaking about something, and they're so emotional that they, they suddenly their, their words are, are, are so full of emotion. Their words are intense. So what's that? That is, that is, that is not pshat that there is an emotion, and the emotion is activating a machshav, a dibur, a That's b'chol is, your heart is filled with love, and of course, obviously, later you're going to act upon it. But b'chol is that the emotion itself spreads into the entire nefesh. It can't, it's not contained anymore. It's, far, it's more, it, 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 it's, it's oozing. It's oozing into everything. That's b'chol but now he's going to explain what's the difference between the Bechol Nafshecha and the Bechol Moedecha. Bechol Moedecha means it's even, if it's even bursting those boundaries, even beyond that. So how is that? So he says there's a core difference between the two and that the Bechol Moedecha is in a manner where the, soul, where, where the soul is being raptured by the love. In Bechol Nafshecha, it's spilling over the boundaries of the love, but it, the person is not exploding yet. The entire person could contain the love. The heart can't contain it. But the, but the person as a whole is it's, it's still containing the love. The nefesh can't contain, can't contain it anymore. It's, it's, it's beyond. Why? So he says the difference is in the shoresh of what's triggering the love. There is a, the, the, the love of Bechol Nafshech is coming from the person's appreciation of the beauty and the desirability of Elikos. How Elokus is so desirable and so beautiful and so, so, so worthy of love. 
And that's what's exciting the soul. Bechomoidecha is coming not from the appreciation of, its, of, its, of, of the beauty of a lakus, but from hitting against a wall that's blocking, from being trapped, from feeling trapped. And a person feels trapped. So there's, there's in the back of your mind, there is an appreciation of something very beautiful. And you're trying to get there, but you're trapped and you can't get there. And you're banging against the trapment. And you're trapped and trapped in this darkness. And then to the point where, where it reaches a point where you can't anymore. And then there's a rapture. So he says that's what he's saying. Bahamadecha comes from the experience of the opposite. The bitterness of the separation. And it makes the love, the love explode. Let's read it inside. So uh Yahava, that is the love above that comes, that stems, from the distance, and that which is opposing, it's coming from the descent in the body. The descent in the body, which the body is being master, the body is blocking on the love of Hashem. Because of this concealment and this opposing force of the body, of the physical so then the great love will come with far more intensity. Far more from that which it would be just as a result of the essential contemplation. This spilus anefesh and that which would have been from the excitement of the soul, the fum delay commensurate with the person's comprehension. Let's come commensurate with a person's understanding. It requires, it calls for a certain measure of excitement. But the excitement is measured as opposed to an excitement that goes over the borders. Uh, and that's why this love is called Ma'oid means limitless, infinite. The Indian idea is Now he explains this idea because the Nefeshalikis even though it's a spark of divinity, it's a part of the Ebeshter from above. Nevertheless, the Neshama is, is limited because we say, she's taka pure before she was separated and identified as a spark. She was unified with her source, part of the infinite Ein Soif. But then, but then the Ebeshter superimposes a creation element onto the neshama. So when the Ebeshter takes the neshama and separates that spark and gives the neshama an identity, right, makes the neshama be a somebody, that is already a limitation. That puts already the, the limitation of how much could it comprehend. It has, it has a soif. So shihimigbelas, the neshama then sort of becomes mugbal, bigvul with a limit, vishir, and, 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 and an amount. Shahasagasa bigvul. It's her comprehension is bigvul is with limitation, vishir and with the and with the set amount. And the same is also the hispilus, the excitement of the love that comes from this understanding. If the source of the love, which is one's comprehension, is limited, then the love which it triggers, the emotion that this appreciation is going to trigger is also going to be limited. It's going to be equal to that source that was the, to the moichen that created it. Since the moichen are going to be are limited, so the ava is also limited. It's measured. 
have a big wool amida that has a measurement. In equivalent to your koiches of your nefesh. It's taka with all your nefesh. It's with all your power of your soul. But your soul itself has a limited power. Everybody according to their shear. Which is related to the source of where the neshama has been excavated. Where the neshama has been taken from. Then every neshama was, what is the right word? Hood, right? Hoon. What is it? Yud. It's a hard word. It's one of these crazy words you have to say. Hewed. Okay? It was hewed out from, from whichever place it was pulled out. The neshama. So, depending. Some neshamas have a higher spiritual capacity. But yet, every neshama has a limit. And the neshama cannot reach to the level of ma'oid. Ma'oid means very much. You can't, you can't say on something very much. Because... If you say it's a lot, well, it depends. Compared to something lower, yeah, but compared to higher, it's not a lot. A, a lot you can only say on something that's really believable. Anything else, okay, it's, it's a lot. It depends on who's with who's measuring, uh, on whose scale. Sure. So, so the neshama cannot reach the lebchenas believable that which is without a limit and without a measure. Will to become absorbed. In the Ain Saif, in the Infinite One, She'ain Loit Chila that doesn't have a beginning, Vitchila and the one that doesn't have an end, El Ayyadei Nefesh And that is only possible, that is only possible through the animal soul. The animal soul has to create an angst. The animal soul has to create tension. Because the Nishama appreciates a because wants to go there, and there's someone pulling, there's a counter force pulling down. So the neshama is now tearing against this gravi- gravity. The neshama is fighting against this earthy pull, against this gra- a, a force of gravity that's pulling it away from what it desires. So, as it, so that intensifies the love. And that creates this, inc- this, this tension that only grows stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger until it bursts. And that's the nekud, until it like just explodes. And the body, which they conceal on the love of Hashem. And when they too, when the, the nefesh of Bahamas as well gets, gets transformed from bitterness to sweetness, that the nefesh of Bahamas should also desire and long. To cleave to the Ebishter, which means coming from the distance. The Averabah will be evoked, will be provoked to go out of the distance and from this imprisonment, from this constriction. So then this love that is going to be released this love is going to shoot off in a manner of beligvul without a limit. In the example he gives, it's the way water runs after it has been dammed. Right? Water has a certain flow. There's the flow of the river on its own, which might be intense, but not that intense. If you want to intensify the flow of the water, so then you place an obstacle. And the obstacle stops the water. And the water bangs against the obstacle. And the water begins to build 
more pressure and more pressure and more pressure and finally it breaks through the obstacle and then it's flowing with mighty with a mighty gush when you hold back its flow through some kind of obstruction of a piece of wood that you place in the place where the zedamamaya, when the flow of the water flows, which is holding back, it's refraining, it's holding back their their movement. When the water blasts through Hester, the block, and that which was obstructing them, that which was holding back their flow, now once it blasts through, who is far stronger, the water is now gushing. With a very, very, very intense gut flow. Yoiser v'yoiser le'ain shear, way, way, way beyond, without a measure. From their first flow, initial flow. Shayyachem la'at. It was going calmly. Earlier, the water was going with a calm flow. Ve'ata now, while yadeya ikov through this blockage, nasa hiluch betagbudis gadol. The hiluch starts going with a very, very great tagbudis with a great intensity. Kamoi came the same as also avas b'chol moidecha. The love of Bechol Mardecha Shabbat Metzadis Boyninus that comes from the contemplation from one's distance from Hashem who betagabudis gadol it is with great 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 tagabudis with an added added intensity betagabudis gadol yosem erech shira ava from the from the measure of the love from the capacity of the love shayva nefesh metzadatzma that the nefesh had on its own it's interesting. And Lachayr, it's still the nefesh. It's still, it's, it's still the love of the nefesh of the kiss. It's the nefesh of the kiss that has been blocked. In the middle, he throws in through the conversion of the nefesh of Bahamas that the nefesh of Bahamas also wants. you can say the love is it's not the nefesh. Nefesh of Bahamas wants Kashmir, but that itself is frustrating the nefesh of the kiss. How much can I stand your like? Why and 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 from where? Do we take the nefesh of Bahamas' conversion and why is that necessary? So going back to the muscle of the dam, there's two inyanim in the dam. Inyan echad in the dam is that the dam blocks the water. And then the water breaks through the dam and the water is now going with a greater intensity. But there's another element, is that the dam itself, the sticks and the stones and all that that was creating the dam is now swept along with the river. And if these strong, if these strong stones are, roll, are, are gushing and are flowing down with an intense flow down the river, they're rolling, they're rolling very, very, very quickly, and they themselves are pushing the water. They themselves are intensifying the flow of the water with greater intensity. So now there's two things happening. There is the flow of the water obstructed by the dam, and now the dam blasted through it, so it's going much stronger. And then there's the very obstacles themselves that they too are contributing to the flow of the water. So the same is also, I guess, over here. It's two things. It's the nefesh ha-Bahamas obstructing the flow of the nefesh of the kiss. And as a result of that, intensifying the yearning of the godly soul. But another element is that the nefesh ha-Bahamas' conversion into the love adds extra vigor and extra zest and extra spice into that love. That's, that, that's what it is. That's the idea of the neshama coming into the body to gain that love. So if it didn't happen yet, if anybody's body has not yet contributed to the love, then we haven't yet uh, fulfilled this. Uh, no, no, it only has it on that side. No, that, that, like.
as it is known. It's the first one. The Indian and the idea is right behind the door. The first one closest to you. Okay, we'll stop over here. The Indian. You stop. I always knew from storytelling in fourth grade that you always stop at the best part. So everybody comes back tomorrow. 